We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. But you see, when Jesus died, you remember out there on the cross, Jesus said, it is finished. Now, he wasn't talking about the new covenant being finished. It wasn't finished. The new covenant wasn't finished. The new covenant wasn't finished when Jesus died. The new covenant wasn't finished when Jesus arose from the dead, whether you know it or not. The new covenant wasn't finished until actually Jesus did two things. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on how to increase your spiritual effectiveness. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. You see, we read the King James translation about the Holy Ghost dwelling in you. Or another translation said he'll make his home in you. Here in 2 Corinthians 6, 16, as it is written, God said, I will dwell. Where? Where? In them. I will walk in them. Well, you see, your home is the place where you dwell, where you live. So God said, I'll make my home in them. That don't seem possible. Your head don't want to accept that. People who are untaught in the scriptures will reject it. But blessed be God, those who honor the word of God will accept it gladly. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You see, no longer does he dwell in earth made holies of holies. Our bodies have become his temple or temples. Now, you see, that's one reason that we have a better covenant established on better promises. Under the old covenant, the presence of God was kept shut up in the holies of holies. The Shekinah glory of God. And that's the reason that every male from throughout Israel had to present himself at least once a year in Jerusalem at the temple. That's where God was. That was God's house. God's presence was kept shut up in the holies of holies, the Shekinah glory of God. And nobody, no one, dare approach into that holy presence, save the high priest. And he, only under great precautions, having made sacrifice for his sins and also the sins of the people. But you see, my brother, sister, Others in, intruded into that place and fell dead instantly. But you see, when Jesus died, you remember out there on the cross, Jesus said, it is finished. Now, he wasn't talking about the new covenant being finished. It wasn't finished. The new covenant wasn't finished. The new covenant wasn't finished when Jesus died. The new covenant wasn't finished. When Jesus arose from the dead, whether you know it or not. The new covenant wasn't finished until actually Jesus did two things. You see, 
first, when he first arose from the dead, he saw, Mary saw him, you know, there in the garden. And he said, touch me not, for I've not yet ascended unto my father and to your father, unto my God and your God. Later on, the disciples saw him, and he said, hand on me, touch me. They saw it was a spirit. Now, why did he tell Mary not to touch him and the disciples to touch him? Well, you get the clue over in the book of Hebrews. The Bible teaches us that the first office when he was raised from the dead as high priest of the new covenant was to enter into the heavenly holies of holies with his own blood to obtain an eternal redemption for us. Hallelujah. And so you see, that's the reason that he said to Mary, don't touch me, don't touch me. I've not yet ascended to my father and your father. Then when he saw the disciples a few days later, go ahead and touch me. That's all right. Because you see, he had already carried out that prerogative. He had ascended unto the heavenly holies of holies with his own blood to obtain an eternal redemption for us. And he came back here on the earth and people saw him. As many as 500 at one time saw him. And then finally he ascended up on high and sat down. And sat down. And sat down. And sat down. You see, you don't sit down till the job's finished. And really the new covenant wasn't finished until he arose on high and sat down. Hallelujah to God. Amen. And sat down at the right hand of the Father where he ever liveth to make intercession for us. And then and then only could you say the new covenant's finished. What did he mean then? Out there on Calvary when he said it's finished. Well, read what happened and you know what he's talking about. He's talking about the old covenant being finished. He's talking about because there in the temple, the Bible tells us that there was a curtain that curtained off the uh, holies of holies. Flavius Josephus, the Jewish historian, said that that curtain was 40 feet wide, 20 feet high, and four inches thick. Now, the Bible tells us, Jesus having said it is finished, and gave up the ghost, that that curtain was rent in twain. That means it was tore or ripped apart. Now notice, from top to bottom, not from bottom to top. That meant that 20 feet up there in the air, an unseen being, an angel from all probability, just took a hold of that four inch thick curtain, 20 feet tall, 40 feet wide, and ripped it apart. And anybody, anybody could see into the holies of holies. You didn't have to go in there then having offered the sacrifice of animals and nobody but the high priest. Why? Because God had moved out of it. God had moved out of that. God no longer dwells in earth made holies of holies. Under the new covenant, our bodies have become his temple. Now here's a place where People have missed it. Bless their hearts. We become so religiously brainwashed that we miss the spiritual blessings of God. You see, that temple there in the old covenant was holy because it was God's house where God lived. 
Now, we call the church house sometimes the house of God. That would be all right if we'll qualify our statements. Now, if we mean that that church house or church building is the house of God because God lives there, we're wrong. He does not live there. He does not abide there. That's not his abode. That's not his home. If we mean it's the house of God because we build it and dedicated it to him for worship, that's fine. But you see, people have almost, and I'm sure they have, worship buildings. And put great emphasis on the building. That's God's house. God lives there. He doesn't at all. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is a study guide on the subject of ministry gifts from Kenneth E. Hagan. The next item is the CD set entitled Camp Meeting Classics Volume 4. This set has four different speakers, Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth Hagan, Oral Roberts, and Mark Hankins. Both of these items are for the special price of $25. That's $12.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Camp meeting's going to be coming up in about, about three weeks, isn't it, or right. so? Well, maybe yes. a little bit, maybe a little more, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, that's July the 21st through the 26th. That's right. Uh, in, uh, you know, uh, and of course, on Sunday night, it starts at 6 p.m., but then Monday through Friday, it's 10 a.m., 2.30, and 7.30. And of course, I'm going to speak. Craig's going to speak. Uh, that's our son. Uh, Charles Calvin's going to speak. Daryl Huffman's speaking. You're going to be speaking. Yes. Denise Burns is going to be speaking. Denise Hagen Burns, which is our daughter. Yes. Uh, and then Mark Hankins and David Sherrod. That's right. That's a pretty and, good group right there. You know, camp meeting started a long time ago. Yeah. I believe in 1973. Yeah. Um, but I'm so glad that it's not like camp meetings that used to be outside in a tent. I have been to those. Well, I have too. When I was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I, I went to them before you did. You well, know? you <laughs> did, you did, you did. And, but uh, I'm glad it's in air conditioning now. And used to, people would come and pitch their tents uh-huh. and just have the uh, have, have uh, they'd, they'd cook, you know, That's over right. campfires and stuff. Yeah. I guess if we had an outside one today, people would bring their 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 RVs. That's right. <laughs> and we could have a camp meeting. I know I would. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 
I'm not a very good camper. No, no you're not. You're not. <laughs> I don't like to camp out. But also, uh, we have something for the youth yes. during, during camp meeting. We have what we call Summer Blitz. and the It thing starts on Monday at 10 a.m. That's right. And then 2.30 and 7.30 uh, p.m. And the theme this year is known. <laughs> I'd have to ask the kids what that's all about. because well, they, they got, will know what it's all about. They got they? St- our, our, our speakers, of course, is uh, I want the Forest Youth Leader, D.K. Hall, uh-huh. and then my son-in-law, Reverend Don Burns, and then uh, Jill Donovan and Rob Post, who used to be here, guys, yes. working in, in one of the Aramas in, in uh, the UK, uh, Kara McKinney, McKinnon, and Smiley. Who's Smiley? I don't know, but they he will probably be good. And then we yeah. have Anthony Washington and Obadiah Hagans, Matt and Mia McCarty. They just have a and lot Mike of speakers. And Mike and Katie Cope, Capel. Capel, yes. and uh, hey man, they they have it going on over there That's in the summer right. blitz. In they fact, do. several churches bring their youth there for uh, it's their youth camp. Yes, because they can stay in one of the hotels that serves uh, breakfast, and then it serves like a little snacks at, at, at night. T- at night, and then usually they have some snacks over after the meetings over there yes. in the varsity youth building. Usually, I don't know. I mean, might not this year. I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> I'm, We're not in charge of that. I'm not in charge of that. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter is in charge of all that. That's right. And she says, just leave me alone. That's so I right. do. <laughs> she acts just like you. Yeah, just like I used to. Right. <laughs> so don't forget, camp meeting. But we also the... have something for the children. We do. We have something for the children yeah, as well. Yeah, for so. The whole family. That's right. Actually, we should call it family camp meeting. That's right. Because there's something going on for everybody. That's right. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on how to increase your spiritual effectiveness. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for more great resources. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.